Hola, everyone, and welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Absurd podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, aka Opinionated Stem. How is everybody doing? How was your week? How is the weather? Where are you located? I can tell you that in New York City, the month of January ended with nine straight days of no sun. Gotta love it. Um, but aside from that, how was the first month of the year for you? Mine was actually off to a pretty good start. So here's to praying that the good vibes continue for all of us, okay? So I'm still trying to figure out the best way, honestly, for me to present content on the good, the bad, and the absurd, or TGBA as I like to call it now. It's a very niche space, right? And I haven't gained a solid following yet. So while I will always strive to do weekly podcasts, and I really, really will, I think this will be more of a once a week-ish podcast. But did you know that I also have another podcast for all of my career desperados and job hunters out there in the world? So when you get a chance, make sure you check out Don't Wait Right Now, and that's W-R-I-T-E Now. And that's an audio podcast, so probably easier for you to listen to, right? Um, so what I'm going to do for this one is try, try, try to shorten my episodes on TGBA. I mean, who wants to talk about research all day. I mean, me, that's why I need more followers. But I get that when you wind down from work, you probably want to go watch or listen to your favorite podcast that's either crime, which is what I love, or your guilty pleasure TV. So, you know, here's me trying, trying, trying to limit my episodes to 10 minutes or less, right? I'm going to try. And I did find some five-minute podcasts that I envy on YouTube. Like, how can they only talk in five minutes? Um, but that's my goal. So with that, my platform delivery for this episode is going to be a little bit different. And let me know if you notice anything good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, I want to know. But enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're diving into the world of pens, pencils, and keyboards. Now, which do you prefer? I personally like all of them, right? I do have pencils as well. Um, and I also wonder all the time now, like if kids even learn cursive, I don't know. Um, as a writer for me, I found this episode to be quite interesting um, and I wanna share it with you. So let's kind of get started about what I found in the research. So recent research suggests that the old school act of handwriting might have some surprising benefits to your brain. And we all need that, don't we? So put down your phone and grab a notebook. Wait, wait, hold on, no, no, no. If you are watching this on your phone, do not put your phone down. Keep your phone up, okay? In any event, we are going to explore the potential cognitive advantages of putting pen to paper. So what's the science behind scribbles? Let's start with the facts. A study published in The Frontiers in Psychology, and I'll drop the actual uh, reference article in my description as I always do. Um, the Norwegian University of Science and Technology researchers investigated the brain activity of university students while they wrote and typed the same words. This is a very small study. It was only 36 students, um, but they were asked to complete two tasks. One was handwriting. Using a digital pen, they wrote words displayed on the screen in cursive. The other task was typing. So they typed the same words using a single finger on a keyboard. High density EEG, I'm going to try to say this right, electroencephalography, come on Tiff, was used to measure their brain activity during both of these tasks. This technique records electrical activity across the scalp, providing insights into brain region communication and activation. And I'm going to drop a picture now. This is an actual picture from the actual study. So what were the key findings? Well, when handwriting, participants showed increased connectivity across various brain regions, which I think is pretty interesting, right? So these regions were the parietal lobes, which is involved with the sensory processing, such as touch, pressure, heat, cold, and pain. 
it also involved the frontal lobes, which I'm pretty sure we all know what the frontal lobes are, right? Which is crucial for planning, decision-making, and working memory. Honey, I'm overusing my frontal lobes. They need a break because I sure need one. And then the hippocampus, which plays a vital role in memory formation and consolidation. So typing, on the other hand, activated fewer brain regions and showed less evidence of widespread communication. Now I'm thinking about this when I type because honestly, I'm not really thinking when I type. I'm just like typing what I see or if I'm thinking about something when I'm writing, it's really like I'm not, I don't know. I kind of get that. So the researchers suggest that the complex motor skills and visual integration involved with handwriting stimulate more extensive brain networks, potentially enhancing learning and memory processes, which kind of makes sense to me, right? I mean, what do, what do you think? Okay, so here's the thing, right? Before you ditch your laptop forever, yeah, right, never. I just got that laptop not too long ago, so I'm not ditching that. Um, remember that this is just one study, again, a very small one. So there's going to be more research needed to fully understand the long-term impact of handwriting on cognitive function. But the initial findings are promising, and honestly, I'm here for it. I think we kind of need to roll back. And I'm all about AI. I'm all about technology moving forward. But I also think we need to keep those, those motor old-school skills as well, right? So beyond the study, what are the real-world implications, right? What does this really mean for us? I mean, most of us aren't going to write that much, but it suggests that incorporating some handwriting into our daily routines could potentially enhance our learning and memory, which I think is beneficial for everyone. So imagine taking notes by hand in class. I mean, I remember that because I did it. Um, or even journaling regularly, which I know a lot of people journal. So these simple X right here could actually give your brain a subtle workout. And, you know, I'm down for that, right? So I'm not really a journal person, but I, ha I have so many empty journals. I need to it. So anyway, there are still situations where typing is going to reign supreme. Deadlines happen and we need efficiency. So before this episode, I actually took a typing test on typing.com. It's not sponsored. And my best was I was doing best out of three and I did 83 strokes per minute. And I used to be 95. So I'm actually going to work on my speed in addition to writing more. So I'm, I'm actually glad I found this article because I want to work on that. So I actually love writing by hand as well. And I, I have all the pens, like literally all depends okay i don't want to say i steal them because that's not nice and it's illegal but i do take pins whenever i'm somewhere so for complex tasks or those requiring deep understanding we could choose the slower more deliberate pace of handwriting and i find that even before i type i do actually tend to write and take notes so how can we experiment with handwriting just for ourselves as adults right um here are some things we can do one you can dedicate just 10 minutes, I would say five minutes, right? Even just write a grocery list, right? Um, take some time out of your day handwriting something, right? A to-do list, a reflection, or even a doodle. And, you know, switch things up. Don't just write, you can even draw. I, I like drawing little things, like I can't draw a lot, but you can sketch ideas, or even you can do some abstract art, or even do anything that's gonna help engage those different brain regions. Um, and, you know, why not? So embrace things, right? Pens, pencils. If you're into calligraphy, honey, get it going. Um, this experience can add another layer of engagement, right? If you're if you're into that. So remember, the key is to find what works for you. Um, whether you're a lifelong pen pal or a keyboard convert, I think we all have to face reality that keyboards are part of our life forever, right? I mean, that's never going anywhere. But consider giving handwriting a chance, um, and don't let these pens go to waste, right? Come on. Somebody write me a letter so I can write you back. Um, or send me a postcard. We don't even do postcards anymore. Anyway, 
Thanks for joining me on this exploration of the written word and potential impact on our minds. I think I'm going to be under 10 minutes. Um, so keep learning, keep growing, keep scribbling. Why not, right? And as always, let me know what you thought of this episode. Drop me a line or a comment and let me know what you prefer. Do you prefer a handwritten signature or a digital signature or a digital version of your signature? I don't know. I don't know, right? It's a lot. If you have DocuSign, we know they have both, right? Or Adobe. Uh, um, make sure you follow me on all socials at OpinionedStem and Tiffany Drummond if you want to find me on LinkedIn by my government. If you have any research topics that you actually want to hear about or have a question about research or clinical trials in general, drop me a line. You know, I'm always here. But until next time, peace. Mm-hmm.